Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. this point earlier you got to have help from your wide receivers the gunslinger quarterback we got none of that early on wide receivers were the most disappointing group for me early last year that's a really good point Lynn hey that's a really really good point you make a great point South Carolina's got to get more 
out of the wide receiver position from guys not named Juice Wells. That is a great point. Um, Hayden says, I've been high on Juju, but maybe running back by committee would be a good strategy for now until someone proves themselves to be the top ball carrier. Wes Bowles says, I'm not worried about the run game. I'm worried about blocking in the backfield. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, listen, the offensive line as a whole is an area of concern. I don't know why, Wes, you wouldn't be worried about the run game, though, because that was a run game that finished outside of the top 100 last year. And there are – I mean, I'm struggling to find reasons why they're going to make a significant jump this year. Uh, let's see. Lynn Turner has always said DK5 would be a better running back than wide receiver. I'm excited to see him there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Going to be a lot of fun. I I, I think the Kevrion Joyner showed flashes, and based off what Shane Beamer has said, he's further along and doing better than maybe even they expected. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Lynn Turner says, better than revamp. We reloaded the tight end room. We did. Lynn also says, Leggett is looking like a beast. I hope he can show up this year. We saw flashes last year. He just needs to be consistent. Yeah, I mean, Leggett certainly, he's got the size. He's got the skill. It's just all about that consistency. A lot of things on this roster come down to consistency for sure. Hunter Johnson says, wide receivers loaded with talent. Some kids don't want to have to fight tooth and nail to start. Oh, talking about the, the recruit. Okay. Austin Hicks says, I just found this out. DQ Smith was second in total solo tackles on the team with 40. Didn't even play as much as many of the other players. Yeah, he was really good last year. But when your safeties are accumulating that many tackles, ah, not quite what you want to see. Madison Duncan says, Georgia quarterback is ranked 10th. Rattler is third on SEC quarterback rankings. Madison Duncan, fight, win, kick ass. Yeah, dude, I love this shirt. This, Admittedly, this merchandise never really took off as some of the others, obviously. I, Dude, it's one of my favorite shirts I have. I, I love this shirt. Just simply go fight, win, kick ass. It's, it's such a specific South Carolina thing. I don't know. I was kind of surprised. Maybe, maybe a little bit of a slept-on collection. I, I thought this collection, and I think this collection, is a really, really cool one, so... Uh, Austin Gregory with a fun hypothetical. If I told you Rattler wins the Heisman before the season starts, how much does that change your record projection for us this year of seven and five? I mean, Austin, for Spencer Rattler to win the Heisman, Carolina has to win at minimum 10 games. At minimum. Because the Heisman's either, it's basically the best quarterback on the best team. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, Spencer Rattler, this team would have to go 10-2. and two. I mean, think, think about it this way, Austin. Hendon Hooker didn't win it last year. Hendon Hooker didn't even get an invite to the ceremony. And he had the numbers he had. So, I mean, you think about how good of a season. You think about how good of a season he'd have to have, truly. Madison says, Chris, looking forward to you, your show during SEC Media Days. Are you broadcasting from Nashville? Uh, Yes, I will. Again, the times are TBD, but we will be broadcasting live from Nashville, Tennessee. 
Let's see. Continuing through your questions as we come up on our third and final hour. Austin Gregory asked this, do you think there will be any drama around SEC Media Days this year? Last year, we had the tail end of the Jimbo Saban feud and witnessed Stoops take a dig at Beamer's antics with the sunglasses and dancing. You know, Austin, Austin, there's, you know, it's it's hard to predict something like that. It's hard to predict something like that. But I will say, I'd be stunned if something didn't come up, right? Somebody's going to say something. A player a coach, somebody will say something. I mean, Austin, it, it's SEC Media Days, man. Storylines abound, my dude. Storylines abound. Uh, let's see. Mark Rogers will be dropping his South Carolina game-by-game predictions soon. Soon. So, Cocky Joe says, Gamecocks will not lose to Mississippi State. That's a fair statement, Cocky Joe. Austin Gregory replies and says, This game is getting an unnecessary amount of attention. We have a better shot at losing to Furman than to Mississippi State. Austin, you don't even believe that. Come on, man. You think South? Come on, man. If you want to say it's a bad pick that you don't agree with, that's fine. But saying the Gamecocks have a better chance of losing to Furman than Mississippi State, you lose me there, man. You lose me there. John Edward, here we go again. What we've done in the past. John Edward, the past does not define you, but it is a good indicator of what your future may hold. Just saying. Let's see. Austin Gregory, Florida is not going bowling this year. Four and eight. He also says LSU is for real. He says Alabama currently has three of the top six class of all time on their roster. There's no excuse for Bama this year. Questions at quarterback or not. Austin Gregory on a roll. He says LSU's Harold Perkins will win defensive player of the year. Mark it down. Mm -mm. Let's see. Continuing through your questions. Again, guys, really excited. I am joining my good buddy, Dimitri Ravanos. Dimitri Ravanos on 107.5 The Game at 3.10 as we talk all things Gamecocks football. Going to be a lot of fun. Highly encourage you guys to tune into the show. Going to be a blast. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Here on this Monday. Let's see. Jacob E says, I think Bama takes the West and they win the favorable home games. That's fair. That's very, very fair. That's very fair. Guys, in case you missed it, we talked all things offense today. In case you want to go back and listen, the podcast will drop 
this afternoon, 5 p.m. Eastern, and we'll keep the conversation rolling tomorrow. Talking Gamecocks offense heading into the 2023 football season. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, that is where you can find the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. So every single day, 5 p.m. Eastern. Again, guys, next week is going to be a little bit different because we are in Nashville for SEC Media Days. We're in Nashville for SEC Media Days. So the plan is this. I'm probably planning on going live Sunday night to start off, to kick the week off with TDC. And as I was just told by my friend Chase, because I don't understand apparently how time zones work. So if it's 7 o'clock in Nashville, it's 8 o'clock on the East Coast. So there's a good chance, guys, we're going to be going live very late, okay? And I cannot promise you these will be three-hour shows. I don't know exactly if they'll be three-hour shows. But, of course, the content rolls on. And I really want to document my week in Nashville. I want to document SEC Media Days and give you guys full takeaways from the day. Also, next week, we begin our opponent preview series for the Gamecocks 2023 football season where we'll talk to someone from the opposing side for every single game this season. So, for example, probably Sunday night, we will drop our UNC opponent preview with a UNC representative. Then we'll talk Furman. Then we'll talk Georgia, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Florida, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to get that in as well, but it's going to be a lot of that, a lot of SEC Media Days talk, and everything in between, guys. I mean, there will be plenty of content next week. Uh, we'll have to see if our guests can do these different days, and if they can't, guys, again, we'll just shorten up the show. So just roll with the punches. Also, what that means is this, guys. The podcast next week is going to go back to dropping – the traditional schedule. What is the traditional schedule? 5 a.m. So all my morning commuters, you guys will have the podcast every single day at 5 a.m. Eastern, except on Friday, because Thursday we will not go live. Friday, I will be back right here in studio talking everything that Shane Beamer had to say, the players had to say, what have you, and, uh, you know, continuing along with our opponent previews as well. And, dropping the podcast as normal at 5 p.m. Eastern. So it's going to be a fun week next week, no doubt. It's going to be a fun week, no doubt. Let's see. Dale says, Dale meets Tennessee. Chris, you're going to meet me at Shoney's when you go through East Tennessee on your way to Nashville. Let's do it, Dale. Why not? BDD out. Let's do it, Dale. I'm down. Hayden Yu says, vlog. Yes, the vlog, the behind-the-beat mini-vlogs, Hayden, will return Next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna document, like I said, the entire weekend Nashville. Gonna be a lot of fun. Gonna be a lot of fun. Jeff Gulledge, are you gonna get to ask questions at Media Day? If so, are you gonna ask Stoops if he regrets making the sunglasses comment? Jeff, yes, yes, I will get to ask questions at Media Day, especially in the big room. Am I going to ask any questions that are? I'm I'm probably, admittedly, guys. I'm probably not going to go too off the wall because I'd like to get invited back. I'll be totally honest with you. So I, I don't know yet, Jeff. We'll see how I feel in the moment. Um, you know, I, I may phrase the question a little bit differently, Jeff, because it's it's all about being crafty, right? If I'm going to go to an event like this, you got to somewhat sort of play by play by their rules to a degree. You got to play by their rules to a degree, which is totally fine, by the way. Which is totally fine. I don't mind it at all, but. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, though, Jeff. We're going to get to ask questions. 
I even got the, like I said, I got the email this morning and they're talking about, you know, you're required to keep your credentials on you at all times. I'm like, we're going to have credentials that say Chris Phillips, the Spurs up show on the credentials. Just crazy. Honestly, just crazy. Really awesome, man. I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm excited. I mean, again, guys, I I can't say it enough that, you know, I'm not someone, I can't say it enough how grateful I am for each and every single one of you. But I mean, I'll, I'll go back and say this too. I'm not excited because I need the validation of like, man, now credentials. Well, now I know I'm legit. Like, it has nothing to do with that. I know what we're doing with TSUS, with content, with merchandise, with business, with everything. It, it, it stands on its own merit, needs no external validation from anyone. I'm just selfishly really excited to go to this event, to go to the city of Nashville for the first time. And meet so many people that I've had the pleasure of interacting with and talking with and having on the show. And some people I have on the show weekly that I've never met in person. Like, I can't wait for that side of it, honestly. So, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Austin Gregory says, if Beamer and Drinkwitz got into a physical altercation, who are you putting your money on? I refuse, Austin, to take Drinkwitz in that scenario. I just absolutely refuse. Absolutely refuse. Austin Gregory, I want Beamer to take the podium and sunglasses. That would be the ultimate dig at Stoops. I do not see it, Austin, happening. I'm sure the media team, though, will have something planned. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Uh, Mary chimes in, says 9-3 and three for the Gamecocks. 9-3. and three. I hear you. I, I, hey, it could very well happen. It could happen. Will Hall says, with the questions at O-line and running back, I find it tough to convince myself Rattler will have a better year than last year. More passes and less INTs will for sure help, but he's got a ball. I mean, that's the thing, Will. You're not a, listen, you're not a pessimistic Gamecock fan if you're simply acknowledging the question marks around South Carolina this year. I mean, people want to see you pick eight and four, nine and three, ten and two, but like, until we see what Carolina can do running the football, call from. It's tough to say. Here we go. Let's jump to the phone lines. Press one. And we had a call from Columbia, and they just hung up. So if you want to call back in, you're more than welcome. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Austin Gregory says Beamer ball, baby. Yeah, maybe maybe Kai Kroger can throw five or six touchdowns this year. Maybe so. Kai Kroger to media day is awesome, dude. I I, I love that. I love the fact that Kai Kroger going to media days. You continue to build the Beamer Ball brand, if you will. Shout out my guy, Eric Reese, by the way. What's up, Eric? The man behind the graphics who makes us look so cool. Let's jump back to the phone lines. Call from. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing all right. I just uh, got off the phone with an employer. Um, Wanted to offer me a job, so I will be taking it. And uh, so I'm I'm uh, no longer unemployed. Fair. Hey, Dalton, congratulations, my friend. Congratulations, Dalton. Dalton, the Vol hater, the enjoyer of the homie Lamont, is now, once again, I should say, employed. Dalton, congratulations. Seriously, man, that's awesome. Great start to your week. Yeah, it, it certainly was. But uh, I know it's uh, football season, and, you know, we want to talk about the expectations and everything going into uh, 2023. But as you probably already know, the uh, Major League Baseball draft started last night. And so my question to you is, you know, there's been some talk about some guys that are borderline, you know, top 
four round picks such as Chris Veach, um, guys like that on the roster. Is there anybody you can foresee us losing to the MLB draft that we maybe didn't expect to lose? And how does that affect, you know, the, the roster going forward in the next year? Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, when you're a program like South Carolina and you recruit at a high level, you got to deal with this, right? You're going to have great players. Those great players have aspirations of playing in the majors and they're going to get drafted. So, admittedly, Dalton, when it comes to like the freshman class, I, I cannot give you a full synopsis of here's who all we have recruited or here's who, who we all have committed and signed and here's what they're going to do. And, you know, I mean, the latest commitment we just picked up, I think he's like the fourth ranked prospect in the state or something like you know if it's a guy in the high school ranks that's getting drafted in the first couple of rounds he's probably not coming to school now every guy is different right I mean Vanderbilt has dudes all the time that get drafted first round second round they come to school for whatever reason so I'm just going to talk about the guys who are currently on our roster I think Jack Mahoney is gone I think Will Sanders is gone I think depending on where Kate Austin goes I mean that that's the big thing Dalton is when you're trying to project um it's all about where do they go so I think the big two that are sort of the unknowns, I think Noah Hall is also going. Um, but I think the big two that are the, the unknowns and, and fans are kind of, man, I, you know, what are they going to do? Could they come back? We already know Gavin Costas is back. That was announced on Saturday, which is huge, by the way. And the, the lineup all of a sudden, guys, is looking treacherous. I mean, it is looking like a true murderer's row better than this past year. But on the bump, Jack Mahoney, Will Sanders. I mean, I think both those guys, Dalton, I think you and I would agree, they're both going to hear their names called today. Um, they're both going to hear their names called today. I would expect both to go. And we talked about this in the Big Cock Club hangout last night that, you know, your junior year is your money year. And, and that's when you have leverage, right? That's when you have leverage to get the most money, get the best slot, if you will. I think both of those guys will take advantage of, uh, you know, especially Jack Mahoney, who had a great year. But I think both guys will take advantage of that. I think both will sign and, and will go to the majors or will go to the professional baseball. If you will. Well, I mean, could, could you see a, a potential situation? I know that, you know, there are certain teams within Major League Baseball that have a reputation for, you know, um, I, I guess uh, giving offers that are under the slot value of, of wherever they draft. So mm -hmm. the Pittsburgh Pirates would be an example the Oakland A's would be an example of this. Um, maybe, you know, a team like uh, the, the Cincinnati Reds in the lower rounds, if it's a guy that they're, they're not really, you know, too sure on. Um, do, do you think we could have a situation where, you know, a Jack Mahoney or Will Sanders go in the first four or five rounds, but the offer they get from whatever team drafts them isn't, as as high as they they wanted it isn't mm. you know up to the slot value of where they're drafted even if it's you know in the lower rounds like the the third fourth round well and i think and they i come back still yeah and I, I think nil certainly has changed the game right it, it's it doesn't all come down to money um what is the nil in baseball though i guess is really the question like is there is there significant is there significant money on the baseball side of things and i mean i know they're doing a great job carrying rise Garnet Trust, Park Ave, all, all these different avenues. But, like, you know, it's, it's again, it's it's like I talked about Dalton last night that, you know, I hear what you're saying. I mean, li listen, and you're let's call it for what it is, and I'm not calling you out for this. You're speaking from a biased lens. You want them to come back. I mean, you, you, you obviously want them to come back to school. 
So their thought process and this decision-making is completely different and something that you can't really, like, we can't really fathom because we're not in their shoes. So, I mean, these guys love the Gamecocks. They love being at South Carolina. But a guy like Jack Mahoney didn't grow up a Gamecock fan. A guy like Will Sanders didn't grow up a Gamecock fan. So, like, South Carolina has served into what I would expect they probably hoped it would. It's put them in the best possible position to go to the next level and be a big-time guy. Again, I think it comes down to they've got agents, they've got advisors that are telling them what's going on. Do you think you're going to come back and get drafted higher next year? Because, again, Dalton, if you come back for your senior year, you lose your leverage. You do. It doesn't matter how well you pitch. Like, they don't have to take you in the third round anymore. They don't have to take you in the fifth because you have to sign. You don't have a choice. So, I think for both Mahoney and Sanders, like, listen, there will be conversations that could be had, and one of them could come back, certainly, but I I just, I'll tell you this, man, like, obviously, I played the game of baseball, and I've been following the baseball draft for a while, and I know it's obviously changed, but I will tell you this, most of the time in the MLB draft, unless you're just, like, a surefire, like, no matter what happens, you're going to be, like, a first-rounder, you're just that kind of dude, when you get an opportunity, man, you just you take it. You just never know, man. You just never know because we saw Will Sanders go from the ace of this staff to literally not in the weekend rotation anymore. And I know that was because of injury, but, like, we saw the craziness, the chaos. Like, if I'm Will Sanders, even though I've got high hopes and high expectations for what I could do, I can't turn down that opportunity. I, I, I just – I cannot take that risk of going back. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Noah Hall, man. I don't know what happens to Noah Hall. I'm glad he came back, and I'm sure he's glad too. But, like, who knows? You know, he had the injury. And, I mean, who knows where he's picked now? So, um, it just when it comes to the MLB draft, man, you, you, you got to take it when it's there. You know what I mean? You got to take it when it's there. And I think Mahoney and Sanders will both do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I would agree with you. It, it's mainly, I think, just the guys like Chris Beach. I, I've heard that he's eligible for the draft. Mm-hmm. but I think he's a sophomore right now, right? Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Right. Is, is he eligible? Well, if you're, a, if, you're a if you're a third year – so if you're a – if you're if you've been in college for three years, if you've been in college for three years, then you're eligible. You just have to be out of high school for three years. By the way, breaking news here, Dalton, uh, Jack Mahoney was taken, the 77th overall pick, third round, by the Colorado Rockies. I, again, I, I fully expect Jack Mahoney to sign that contract. I just – I love Jack Mahoney. Do I think he'd come back and be a first or second rounder? I I think he's a very good pitcher. I don't think so. I, I think he signed that contract immediately. I mean, That's a great contract. Like Realistically, I mean, he got drafted higher than what I think many people expected. So, yeah. so I would agree with you. I think Jack Mahoney's going to sign, you know, and, and go to the majors. I mean, what um, what would you have point. thought? What would what would people have thought if I told you that Jack Mahoney was going to get drafted higher than Will Sanders? You'd have probably thought we'd have went to Omaha because, well, damn, Will Sanders is our ace. How good did Jack Mahoney pitch? You know what I mean? It's that's what I'm saying. In baseball, you just never know, man. Right. I mean that that's mainly what I wanted to ask you is just if if you you know knew of any guys that you know, could be taken that we didn't expect to be taken. And at yeah. this point, most of them are going to be cool prospects. I think, you know, there was a tweet last night somebody posted where I think a majority of the players taken in the first and second round last night were either players at uh, SEC schools in college 
or they were committed to SEC schools in high school. So, mm. you know, obviously a lot of teams in the SEC are going to lose commits because they get taken so high in the draft. So we'll see what happens uh, with the Gamecocks this year. But I will say that I like what uh, what Mark Kingston has been doing in the in the portal and, and overall with the coaching staff and recruiting. And, you know, I, I definitely changed my mind a little bit on my feelings about uh, Mark Kingston. So I'm excited to see what this program can do going forward. I'm excited as well, Dalton. Looking forward to it, man. It's uh, I, I think Jack Mahoney is the first of many names we're going to hear today. And by the way, his slot value where he just got taken, 960000 I know the NIL at South Carolina is really good. I don't think it's that good, my guy. <laughs> not for not for college baseball. It's not, not for college baseball. So, hey, congratulations to Jack Mahoney, though. Dalton, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Always a pleasure to hear from you. All right. You have a good one. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff from our friend. Dalton and uh yeah I, I think Jack Mahoney no doubt is gone I think no doubt he should be gone I, I I'm happy for Jack Mahoney um yeah no doubt so anyways guys eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven always really really good stuff from Dalton who calls him and uh, you guys see our graphics by the way John Edward if you're thinking about calling in we are working on your graphic today so there are some folks who call in that we still do not have graphics made, but a lot of them we do. Cocky Joe says, DK will be a better back than Marshawn. I will speak it into existence. Well, Cocky Joe, I, I mean, I hope it happens, man. And as I said, in my five reasons why I think the offense could be better, maybe this is the storybook season for DeKevion Joyner. It could be. I mean, DeKevion Joyner has shown, you know, and, and how could you not pull for a guy like him? How could you not? Every time he's asked to do something, he does it. You know, he, he does what's best for the team. We want it to happen. We, we so desperately want it. Does it mean it will? We'll have to wait and see. Lynn Turner says, I think Beamer low-key likes stirring up drama. It brings us attention. You know, I think he's very strategic with it, Lynn, but, uh, you know, Beamer likes to keep – Beamer likes to keep uh, Carolina in the headlines. So, Jacob E says, definitely wouldn't make any sense for Mahoney to come back. Already had Tommy John. Just had a great season. He needs to go make that money while he can. I, Jacob, I 110% agree with you. That's something we didn't even factor in. That's something we didn't even factor in. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, let's see. Austin Gregory, it's not surprising, but still impressive just how much coverage the SEC gets for its media days compared to other conferences. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I mean, like, like Mark Rogers was saying, man, I mean, it, it's a, it's a full on event, dude. It is a full on event, start to finish. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Again, guys, in case you missed it, right after TDC, 310 on 107.5 The Game, I will join my friend Dimitri Ravanos as we talk all things Gamecocks football. My first ever appearance on 107.5 The Game. Really excited, looking forward to it. I'll be honest with you guys, I wasn't sure it was going to happen. As we all know, 107.5 The Game is the flagship radio station of the University of South Carolina. And it was cool, too, because my guy, Dimitri, is having two guests on today. He's having two guests on, and he posted the graphic. One of them was yours truly. The other guest, Paul Feinbaum at 515. So, I mean, mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, Also, guys, jumping on with uh, Mark Ryan today at 440 over at the Fan Upstate. Going to be a really fun day of content, guys. And, of course, we've already talked offense, really our part one preview. Tomorrow, guys, we'll talk things like five reasons why I think the Gamecocks offense could take a step back in 2023. We'll talk what will make a successful season for the Gamecocks offense in 2023. And I will give my prediction for South Carolina's offense this season. So, going to be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to it. I know it's something you guys will enjoy as the content continues to bleed out the eyeball. In case you missed it. So, this morning, we dropped our projected starting 11, right, for the upcoming 2023 season on offense, okay? Just my projected who I think is going to trot out there for the first snap against UNC. I mean, they're going to be the starter all year, just the starting 11 coming out of fall camp. And I listed the carry-on joiner as RB1. Okay? So this guy replies to the graphic and says, if joiner starts at running back after Furman, we are in deep trouble in SEC and against Clemson. Like 6-6 six and six or worse trouble. I like him as a slot or wildcat, but every day back having never played there in his life is a stretch. The Carrion Joiner replied to that tweet and simply said, bet. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah, he replied to another one too. Somebody's commented and said, Joiner at RB is painful 
DeCambrion Joyner replied and said, bet to that one as well. So, I would tell DeCambrion Joyner, hey, just take care of it on the field. You do it on the field, it'll take care of the rest. You do it on the field, it'll take care of the rest. Anyways, guys, 843790337 what Cocky Joe says. Do we land Keelan Adams this week, or is he picking Virginia Tech? Cocky Joe, we'll talk to J.C. Sherbert more about that tomorrow. Uh, it does sound like, though, Vatek might snag him away. Robbie Davis, what's going on, my friend? He says, I think DK will definitely be a force at running back. Brian Dean says, South Carolina beats Clemson. I don't think Garrett Riley will have the kinks worked out in year one. It very well may happen. Lynn Turner says, Nashville's my son's favorite city. Have fun. I'm really looking forward to it, Lynn. If y'all have any suggestions, let me know. I'm looking forward to exploring Nashville. You know what I'm excited to do? You guys know I love stadiums. I'm going to go check out Vandy's stadium. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm excited for that. John Edward, why would you go to Virginia Tech? I have no idea, my friend. I don't know... I don't know what they've sold him on, my guy. I don't know what they've sold him on. I have no clue. So, anyways, the Cabrion Joiner's fired up. He's fired up going into the season. Should be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun, guys, for sure. Going to be a lot of fun. For sure. Let's see. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Let's see. This time next week, we will be in Nashville, Tennessee. We will be in Nashville, Tennessee for SEC meetings. I, I'm, I'm thrilled, guys. Can't wait. Can't wait to explore Nashville. Going to be a good time. Going to be a good time. No doubt. Going to be a really, really good time. So, let's see. Let's get back into your questions. <laughs> John says, Where's Becky been? She actually called in, John. Last week. She actually called in last week. Austin Gregory says, or let's, let's get to Austin Hicks first. Are you concerned with the second half of recruiting and how we finish? Um, Austin, I'm not concerned yet. I, I, I'm not concerned yet. I mean, it, it is frustrating, though. It, it is frustrating, Austin, to, you know, South Carolina, it seems, has lost a lot of momentum. Now, here's the thing, Austin. Dylan Stewart's still out there. Like, there are some very big pieces still out there. So, until these guys commit to other schools, I mean, honestly, Austin, I'm not someone that loses sleep over recruiting. Like, I, I think I trust Shane Beamer and company 
to take care of that, to handle that, to get the ones that South Carolina needs. I'm not going to send myself into a tizzy, right? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to send myself into any sort of panic mode because of one player all of a sudden gets a crystal ball or the the chatter around him going somewhere else. Like, I I just, that's not me. I, I, I don't, I don't do that. So that's just how I operate. Uh, let's see. Austin Gregory then followed up with, if we miss Stewart, Adams, and Hill, that will put me in full panic Ritter mode. Yeah, Daniel Hill would be a really big miss. And I agree with every guy we miss, Austin. It feels like Monterio Hardesty. It becomes more and more like, all right, man, what's going on? What's the deal? What's the deal? What's up? Anyways, guys, appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. Really, really excited for what's taking place. What's going on? Uh, Somebody messaged me and said, guess you heard the, or have you heard, the Tannehill Cox by 90 news. Yes, yes, Steve Tannehill bought Breakers and Breakers Live. How about that? Changing their name to CB18. So Cox by 18, uh, it looks like Steve Tannehill and Cox by 90 both went in on the venue. So congratulations to them both. I'm sure that, uh, you know, I was, I, I, I don't think I've ever, I think I went to Breakers one whole time my entire life. Like I'm talking college, everything. So, um, you know, five points, a place that has been, all due respect, been dying over the last couple of years. Um you know, it's good to see that. Steve Tannehill's done a great job of group therapy. Obviously, he was a business partner of ours a couple of years ago. And obviously, what Cox by 90 is doing in the game, Cox community, great to see them buy that venue. And I'm sure they will do great things with that venue from Gamecock related events to watch parties to literally just Gamecock, everything you can think of, all Gamecocks all the time. Really happy for him. Happy for uh, Jeff O'Hara and Steve Tannehill buying up breakers and breakers live and i'm sure they're going to do great things with it because like i said five points has you know i haven't been in years but five points has fallen off significantly over the last couple of years uh so great to see it great to see it five points certainly needs to be revamped and i'm sure that they will do that so really really good stuff congratulations to them and again i'm, I'm sure they've got big things in the works big plans with an il and garnet trust and and all that good stuff so when steve Tannehill, obviously a gamecocks legend so Really, really cool stuff of what they're doing. So, anyways, guys, Gamecocks continue to do great things in the community. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Let's see. Austin Hicks says, JC said earlier, someone in, the, in his family or in the family is pushing for him hard to go to Alabama. Really? Wow. I mean, you never know. I mean, listen, Austin, recruiting giveth and recruiting taketh away. So there's no guarantee that South Carolina is, you know, that things are going to, you know, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how recruiting, how recruiting uh, shakes out for the Gamecocks. So Mm, that's crazy, though. That's crazy. Good to see JC and those guys, by the way, back live on the air. Great stuff. Love to hear that. Love to hear they're back on. 
I think everybody's I think everybody for the most part is back into the normal routine now, right? Because last week with July 4th and all that and you know, the week prior I was moving, so I think now we're finally like sort of past the whole holiday thing and and back into, you know, because a lot of people it was like people either vacationed the second half of the previous week and then took off for July 4th and came back July 5th or 6th or they took the entire last week off and vacationed and then came back and this is their first day back. So I think everybody is back for the most part. I think everybody's back for the most part. So really, really good stuff. Glad you guys are all back. Hope you're all doing well. And thank you so much for making us a part of your week and a part of your Monday. So anyways, Spencer Rattler, Tonka Hemingway, and Kai Kroger will all accompany Shane Beamer at SEC Media Days on Thursday. Really exciting stuff. Looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting to Nashville. Austin Gregory says, I'm incredibly happy Tree recommitted to us. We're going to be good on O-line very soon. Should make for recruiting a running back even easier. Probably tough to convince guys to play behind our current offensive line. Yet, it helps everything. I mean, it, it, Austin, it helps everything for sure. Um, you know, if, if your quarterback, running back, whoever, they know that they're coming behind the O-line, that they're going to get killed, I mean, it, it's going to be tougher to get those players, for sure. It's going to be tougher to get those players. So, I'm, uh, you know, I love what they're doing, recruiting the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively. It's, it's necessary. It's absolutely 110% necessary. We will see how soon... Gamecock football feels the impact of that, but it's absolutely necessary the way they're recruiting up front. Panic Ritter says, do Mahoney, Hall, and Sanders come back? I think all three are gone. Jack Mahoney, 110%. I, I think Will Sanders, could he come back? Sure. I don't expect him to come back. And then Noah Hall, I think after the injury this year, I, I think he's gone. Yeah, I think he's gone. Arthur Bear says, in regards to recruiting, what is a specific position in need for the 2024 class do you think is the utmost importance in this recruiting cycle? You know, Arthur Bear, I would say this. I mean, outside of the obvious, which is continuing to beef up on the line of scrimmage, Arthur Bear, I'd say the priority has got to be wide receiver. I think hitting some wide receivers. I think running back for sure. I think defensive backs is another one. Linebacker needs to continue to be a, a, a an area of focus. So, those would be my top ones, I'd say. Austin Gregory says, Yard Barker has released their way-too-early 2024 NFL mock draft. They have Spencer Rattler, 13th overall pick to the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. He would have to have a great season. Straight up. A great season. Anyways, guys, which I, which I hope it happens. I, I'd love to see it. I mean, I think Spencer Rattler being a first rounder would be incredible. I mean, I, again, I, I think I think Carolina, if Spencer Rattler has that good of a season, Carolina had a very good season. There, there's no question in my mind. So, John Everett says, I'm back to normal from a wedding weekend and a vacation in Georgia. Love that, John Everett. Glad you had a good time. Glad you had a lot of fun. 
Let's see. Hurston Waldrop to the Braves. Yeah, it's a big pickup. Fantastic pitcher. Fantastic pitcher at Florida. So I think he'll do really well in a professional game. Let's see. GA says those credentials are going in a shadow box and being displayed on the shelf after media days. Uh, maybe, GA. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe so. It, it'll be a cool thing, though. I mean, again, it, it, it like I said, I, I don't need the validation. I, I don't need anybody to tell us what we're doing here is great, but it's a cool thing, man. I, I'd be sitting here and lying to you if I said it wasn't. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's uh, super dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited. Very, very excited. Mm-mm. Yes, Brendan, I figured out time zones, 8 Central, is 9 o'clock Eastern. Yes, it's the other way around. I, I was messed up. So, I mean, guys, there's a good chance. I mean, we're, we're there's a good chance we're going live 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern. Like, I mean, just, we're just going to get it in, man. We're going to go, we're going to go live late. It is what it is. So, hopefully, y'all don't mind a little, little nighttime TDC. And yes, Austin, I'm very aware the graphic on the break shows 12 to 2 and not 12 to 3. Austin, that that graphic will go away soon, though, because I think we're going to start running ads for some of our business partners in that commercial break slot. So, all good. All good. Dale says, Chris, when are you going to do the the Vols breakdown with me? (laughs) Whenever you like, BDD, can you set it up? Let's go on your show. Arthur Bear says, if we can't block for Rattler, how will he have a great season is the question. My biggest question, Arthur Bear, is this. Arguably my biggest question for the Gamecocks offense this season. We'll talk about this a lot more tomorrow when I lock in my prediction for the season. But I'm sure y'all can guess what it is, right? My biggest question mark is just simply, can South Carolina find enough balance with a running game to allow for Spencer Rattler to have the type of season that we know he's capable of? I mean, that that's the biggest thing, guys, because – Let me pose this scenario to you. Let me pose this scenario. What happens when the Gamecocks get shut down in the running game? They have to throw, and Juice Wells gets double teamed. Then what? That's the question. Then what? Is it Xavier Leggett? Is it Trey Knox? Is it DeCarrion Joyner on the outside? Is it Nicholas Harbour? Is it Brown? Is it Lewis? Is it Joshua Simon? Like, what's your next best pitch? Like, what else do you have? And if you're one-dimensional and they can stop the run with four-down linemen, they don't have to sell out on it, then what do you do? That's the question mark. Can you find enough balance? Because you can't throw it every play, guys. You cannot throw it every play. But I think you're going to be a pass-heavy offense. I I think 70-30 pass to throw. I I really do. You are going to throw the football a lot this year. You are. You're going to throw the football a lot. Learn 
but are you able to find balance in your offense to give Spencer Rattler his best opportunity to succeed? That's the question. That's the question. Guys, I'll just say this, by the way. This this just kind of dawned upon me, and I, and I feel like you know it's something I debated speaking on, which I'm going to speak very vaguely. But, you know, in the final 15 minutes, 10 minutes or so, I, I like to, and John, no, Robbie did not call yet, by the way. John Rice asked, did Robbie call? Because Robbie Davis is right here. I agree with that, Chris. And Robbie, if, if Robbie would like to call, call then he can. We got 10 minutes to go, guys. I'd love to hear from you, your questions, comments, calls. 843-790-3377. One thing I just wanted to say, though. One thing I just wanted to say. And this is a lesson for everybody tuned in, everybody who hears this. This is a life lesson for you, especially if you are an entrepreneur, if you're in business of any sort, what have you. But it doesn't matter what you're in. This is just a life lesson, okay? Especially when it comes to social media etiquette, okay? No matter how you feel about someone, whether they, whether you like them, you dislike them, you despise them, you feel indifferent about them, what have you. Never forget, whether you're a business owner, content creator, or you're just average Joe out here, never forget that the way you act on social media matters. People see everything, okay? They see everything. Good, bad, and different, they see it all. And so I say this, especially if you're in business, if you're in the corporate world where networking is important, especially if you're in business. If you're trying to do thing in, things in business and you're doing business with someone else's business partner, it's probably not a good idea for you to have been going out of your way, not reciprocated, going out of your way to talk negatively about someone on social media. Just make sure you're watching what you say, how you act, because the networks are smaller than you think, and word will get back, and true, honest feedback will get to different people. That's all I'm saying. More on that in a second. Let's Call jump to the phone. Robbie Davis, Zachary Hall of Famer. To accept. Robbie, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing all right. Just sitting here with my nephew watching a movie. Very nice. What, what, movie, what movie y'all watching? Uh, a movie called Monster Trucks. Monster Trucks. Okay. Very nice. Sounds like a riveting Monday. <laughs> yeah, it just quit. It's it's raining a little bit outside. But anyways, um, what I like I just said in the chat right before I, right before I called right we mm-hmm. need to figure out a way to run the football. If it was if I was Dowell Loggins, okay. I would, or whoever, or whoever it is that's going to be calling the offensive plays, mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out a way to run that football because, like you said, if we're if we're a pass-heavy offense and teams know it, then we are in trouble. I so, agree with you 110. percent Yep, I agree with you 110. Figure out a way to to put to to get it done. One way or another. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we definitely need to figure out a way to run the ball. 
So that's that's all I got. You have a great rest of your day. Have fun babysitting, Robbie. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> For sure. All right, brother. All right, Take care. All right, so what Austin Gregory could not account for is that Robbie Davis was babysitting today. So he goes way under on the six minutes and 10 seconds. Way under. Way under. (laughs) Way under. Anyways, what I was saying before Robbie called, though, guys, is I would just say this. If you're someone who's doing business, you're trying to do business with different people, just know if you talk crap, about someone openly, publicly on social media, and you're trying to do business with somebody else's business partner, that word and that experience is going to be shared with them. And it's more than likely going to hurt you in business. I'm going to leave it with that because I had that scenario happen to me. And I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to say who. But just so you know, if you're someone out there, if you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, whatever, and I wish no ill will on anyone. I, I, I everybody can win. I, I, everybody can win. I hope you win. I hope you do what you, you know. You, you follow your passion, follow your dreams, do what you love to do, do well in business, make the world a better place. Small business makes the world a better place. But if you're doing business with one of my business partners, and they ask me about this person, that person, whatever, and they've gone out of their way to try to cancel me on social media and said like horrific shit about me on social media, I'm gonna share that experience with them. Just bottom line. So whether you like me, dislike me, what have you, just know that's happening. That is happening. So, and I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Anyways, 843790-3377. Will Hall says a way all-timer, an all-timer way under. Yeah. Mary and R26, nephew duty. Robbie's the man. We got the whole family tuned in. Frank says little Robbie's. No, <laughs> I think they're just his cousins. They are not his kids. They are not his kids. My guy, John, by the way, I hope you've been well, dude. Hope you've been doing great up there in Charlotte. Really, really good stuff. Uh, In case you missed it, guys, Jack Mahoney goes third round to the Rockies. Will Sanders, fourth round to the... Fourth round to the Cubs. Very busy day, busy day for us today, guys, content-wise. We've got 107.5, the game at 315. we got Mark Ryan, the fan upstate, at 440. Very excited for it. Very, very excited. Just a couple of minutes to go. My guy John says, can't wait for football season. TDC, sorry, been MIA lately. Work has been insane. You're good, John. You're good. Listen, I, I John, I know you'll, I know you're gonna be here, my guy. I know you're here for the football chatter, my guy, John. Here we are. Austin Gregory, any pop-up interviews at SCC Media Days? Any guests you'd love to connect with? Austin, I mean, there's nothing in particular that I have scheduled or anything like that. I mean, I know our guy Jake Crane and them will be there. Actually, Bryce, who I spoke to this morning, the crowded booth, he'll be there. My guy, Billy Derrick, formerly of the Door Report, now with VandySports.com. Congratulations to Billy. He will be there. Um, Chris Marler, Brad Crawford, so many, so many great guys will be there. So 
and, and, and women as well. So I, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast um, getting to rub shoulders with and meet these people that I've had on my show before or would like to have on. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. So, you know, Austin, I don't have everything planned out, man. I'll be totally honest with you, especially not having a table. I, I mean, I'm going to be making content, but I'm really going to to take in the event, to obviously provide coverage and content, what have you, but just to have a good time and enjoy it, man. It, it's going to be a nice balance of producing content at scale, crazy amounts of content, doing interviews, but also just enjoying it, man. Just enjoying the ride, enjoying the experience, and I'm really looking forward to it, man. I mean, it, it's going to be... It's going to be an absolute blast. So, really, really excited. Jeff Gulledge said, played NCAA this weekend, ready for the simulation games. I hear you, Jeff. Hey, very soon, the 23rd, I think is what I said, right? The 23rd? Those will come up. The 23rd, man. But, yeah, it's it's crazy to think, man. In less than a week, we'll be in Nashville for SEC Media Days, and, and one week from the day, yours truly will be sitting in the Grand, the, the what is it, the Grand Hyatt, whatever, in Nashville. Taking it all in, enjoying it, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it, man. So shout out to Chuck Dunlap and everybody in the SEC office for making sure TSUS get, got to Nashville, got SEC Media Day's credentials because we deserve it. We deserve it. And there's nothing that um, anybody can say otherwise now. We deserve it. I'm glad we're going to be there and uh, looking forward to it. So anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit the bell icon as well to get notifications of when – we go live when we go live. Uh, also, be sure to check out our podcast. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts as well. Be sure to check them out. Check out the podcast. I say drops every day at 5 p.m. Eastern. Guys, we've hit for 3 o'clock. Thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. The convo continues on 107.5 The Game and the Fan Upstate later today. We'll talk to you there. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.